You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. 33 minutes past the hour. We're just rambling along here on Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, along with Father Jason Kern, who is the Vocations Director for the same diocese. And we have a couple other priests here in our home studio here at the rectory at St. Edward's Catholic Church in Austin, Minnesota. We have the practical rambling fathers, Father Tay and Father Brian. Good morning. morning. Welcome to the Real Presence Live. Thanks for the invite. So great to have you. And we're going to be talking about your, you guys have a podcast. We do have a podcast, yes. Called Practical Rambling Fathers. And uh, I've I've, I've had a chance to listen to it. I've, I've, I am impressed thus far with your wisdom, That's with helpful. your rambling. And uh, maybe just first of all, tell us maybe a little bit about your vocation stories. First off, how, how you became priest, uh, what, what led you to, that, to answering that call? Maybe Father, Father Brian, you could? Yeah, I can, I can go first. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm originally from Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, I went to Leward High School. And um, through my time at Leward and getting to know... Um, Really, Father Will Thompson, who was our former vocation director, now Vicar General. Um, getting to know him and getting to know other priests in our diocese just kind of felt a call to go see what um, seminary was like. And then through the process of seminary, um, came to a understanding of what the Lord was asking of me and um, was able, through His grace, to say yes to vocation to the priesthood. And so I had four years at IHM right out of high school and then another four years at Sacred Heart. And I've been ordained three years now. And, um, yeah, and then during, what was it, last? It's been a year since we started the podcast. So um, just trying to figure out um, how did that call of, like, how do we bring formation into a podcast or, you know, things that we learned in seminary. So, yeah, that's a little bit about my journey. Father Tan. Beautiful. Uh, I don't know how to follow up with that. Just kidding. <laughs> you got it. <clears throat> My name's Father. I've, I've heard you preach, so I, I think you're pretty capable. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, my name's Father Tay. Um, I grew up in Owatonna. And a similar story to Father Brian. Yeah. What's up? Oh, yeah. So I grew up in, in Owatonna, Minnesota, so not too far from Austin here. The priesthood was always on my mind, but in an indirect way. Um, I was interested in what the priest was doing, so my parents kind of encouraged that vocation. But really, the Lord used uh, my desire to teach kids. That was where my passion was at, was teaching. And from that teaching aspect, to pull me closer to the Lord, saying, I want you to teach in this part of way as a priest. Um, and for a while, I kind of resisted. But I had a great priest as a parish priest, uh, namely Father Ed McGrath and Father Hargesheimer, that kind of helped shape me to who I am got into touch with Monsignor Cook uh, for one, one of the vocation camps. And from then on, it looked beautiful because these are uh, priests and guys who are on fire for the Lord, and I want that joy. That was a dream of the priesthood, like that real authentic joy and relationship with Christ. Um, and so, yeah, and so I asked the priest, what should I do? He's like, just try it. Try it out for a year, see what happens, and see where the Lord leads you. Well, in the famous words of St. Augustine, Oh, Lord, you duped me. Let me be duped. Because one year became seven. I was a deacon. Was Jeremiah. Yeah, Jeremiah. Book of Jeremiah. Book of Jeremiah. And now I am, uh, 
Uh, I'm still waking up. I'm drinking my coffee. We uh, all are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my vocation story. So you know? we're on the radio here, and so all of us have a face for radio, right? And so these guys are, I'm looking at are 27, 28-year-old priests. 29. 29. Don't want to shortchange you. My bad. Whoa. My bad. Whoa. You know, so Last year in the 29, yeah, the 20s yeah. here, okay? You know, all right. Stop it. So, you know, it's a great <laughs> gift that we have young priests serving the church, you know, and, and what a blessing you are. You're doing this podcast, which has a funny name, Practical Rambling Fathers, right? But I know you guys, and I know that that's a very true uh, title for the name of the podcast. <laughs> right, right. But tell us about how did you come up with the name? How did you how did you form this idea to kind of go forward with uh, ma- making this happen? And then what was what has it been like, you know, as you kind of entered into this reality? Yeah, it's a funny story because I think I was yeah I was stationed at um, Rochester and Pox Christie as a chaplain of Lourdes, and I was so frustrated that there was a small pocket group of kids who want to live for the faith, but they're so scared uh, to be made fun of their peers, and they didn't have the tools that they needed to be true Christians. And so I was talking to Father Brian, like, what can we do? Because we need to do something that they're able to be fed, but yet not, but yet at the same time, the world doesn't need to know that they're being fed. It's a funny paradox in the <laughs> high school world. And at the same time, Father Brian, I think you were working with the Newman Center. Yeah, I was with Newman the Center. Newman Center. Actually, I was working with Emily um, and the team and a little bit of, of the students there in Winona. And um, I just had a real call, um, a real sense that all the good that we're giving in formation in seminary um, wasn't really, it was super applicable to the any individual walking the disciple life. And so my desire and the reason why we started the podcast was like, how do you, like, if you talk to people like, okay, you pray, yes, but do you have a formula? Do you have a way of doing it? And so we have our first four podcasts were all about different ways to pray. And we didn't even talk about the rosary. And so our real mission was to like, how do I practically live out my faith with stuff that we learned in seminary from formation? And that was kind of the thing, was like, how do we encourage the human being that are listening, the human beings that are listening to us, how do we have them grow in virtue, but not only in virtue, but in prayer was the first focus. And um, and then it just kind of blossomed from there. We went, um, we did a whole entire Lenten retreat, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, who is God? What is the world? Why is the world here? Who am I? How do I come to my exact vocation? Um, and then how do I live out my vocation? We went through the sacraments. We went through the creed. Um, it just kind of blossomed from that one thing. And still today, um, in our top ten downloads, all four of our ways to pray um, are in part of that top ten. And so the mission of that is still one of our top ten downloads So in the top ten. so That's awesome. It's it's a uh a powerful thing to you know, like to say, this is what I've received. This is what I've been given, and now I want to share it with others. Correct. And uh, and that's a huge blessing for the church uh, in southern Minnesota, where you guys are serving as pastors. Mm-hmm. But also then to share it at a wider scale with the podcast. That's part of the goal. What's what's been the response? How have you had people uh, kind of that have surprised you that you would never have known would have you know wanted to listen to your practical ramblings? Or how, what's been the response in your experience so far uh, with the podcast? Pretty good experiences. <clears throat> One of the funniest stories was when I was my second week of being a pastor at Sacred Heart Church in Wasika, Minnesota. And a lady came to me, because her daughter goes to the school um, that I'm in charge of. And she says to me, Father, I love your talk about Unbound. 
I bought the book, it's on my bedside, and I read every day to remind me that I'm loved by God and I'm his beloved daughter. And I'm like, you know, for me, it's just humbling, like, holy smokes, I just got here two weeks as a pastor, and already people are listening and feeling the, uh, the work of God through, th- uh, through all these radios. And just like Father said, what, what was mind-blowing is that we don't do any PR. This, this is, is the all first PR we've spirit. ever done. Yeah. We're like, if <laughs> There's God, no marketing budget. There, is, exactly. there isn't any. No. <laughs> We're like, if, if the Lord wants us to do this, then he, he will always keep us humble and to, uh, for us to remain true to our priest and our calling. And that's why it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Of all of our downloads, they're all about prayer. They're still mm-hmm. rising up to the charts right now. Yeah. Um, when it comes to stats, so we use Podbean as our host site. And um, you can run stats. We haven't made it into. We haven't had seven states. Seven states have not downloaded. You can tell what state downloads what. You're gonna call them out by name now. I did. We have <laughs> our COVID. Our COVID uh, challenge was to try to get all 50 states, and we almost did. Um, we had two downloads in South Wales, Australia, um, across the globe. We're international. We had some in Saudi Arabia, and uh, you know. Ireland, we have somebody following us in Ireland, in Italy, um, and so in like, Germany. Come on, British Columbia. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Get with the game. Exactly. <laughs> I haven't had anyone in England yet, I don't think. But no, it's just been it's been it's been interesting to see how the Lord has used it without us doing much of anything towards it. And so we uh, early on in COVID, we did a conversation that was um, humility, restlessness and obedience yeah and that's i think number three download overall um we've had four thousand four hundred or so downloads in a year so way more than we ever thought i thought mom and dad might be the only ones that listen to us (laughs) and that'll be it (laughs) and my mom's like oh i'm i haven't caught up yet i was like oh you're listening like oh i'm impressed (laughs) i had no idea it's good (laughs) so um yeah, that's kind of been it, it's just been crazy how much response there's been and yeah. people responding to it. When you talk about uh just the reality of um you know our own journey and kind of people's response, how has it challenged you to you to to greater holiness? How has it like kind of been like yeah, I need to respond to this, right? If I'm going to say uh, this on the podcast for others and even in our preaching every day as mm-hmm. priests, right? Like in order to live that out, in order to say what I say from the pulpit, I've I've got to take it seriously myself. What's that like right. and how's that been an advantage as you, you know, do the podcast? It's been fun in that like we, we will sit down and research with each other the things that, that we need to talk about. So our formation always keeps going. And it's not like school where you're forced to learn the things. Now it's like, no, these are the things that my people need to hear and they need to learn. And so we're going to put ourselves out there by learning the material and putting it in a way that people can understand. So it keeps us on our toes. We're always asking each other, what's the next thing we can talk about? What are people feeling in their own spiritual lives? Yeah, we we've our, our first... Our first year, really, we kind of—I kind of had an idea for my first year. I was like, we need to get the basic gospel message out there, how to pray, and then we did a Lenten retreat where we we're releasing one every single week of Lent, and then COVID happened, and then we were releasing one uh, into the, the Easter season. Um, but now we're back to releasing one every two weeks on Monday mornings, and so, but the whole. How do how do we want to go about? It's also you know Father Tay and I being in parishes now, we're getting uh, a broader sense being pastor of where people are at, and so we've also been pulling in kind of resources of different people that we've met, and like oh could you talk about marriage? Oh could you talk about this? Could you talk about this? Um, so 
it has. We did the we did a little church fathers um, thing, and when we did the church fathers things, we had to do some we had to do some listening and re you know relearning of the church fathers that we did at Sacred Heart while we were in Detroit, and so we read some church fathers and went through those mm-hmm. different ones. So that was yeah, reading church fathers is always a hard or a great thing to fathers know best absolutely that's right we have to step aside just a a second here but uh, on the other side we're going to dive deeper into the practical rambling fathers specifically the different types of prayer that you guys are talking about in this podcast Mm -hmm. and then we'll get into more specifically how people can apply that in their own lives and how they can how they can uh, listen to your podcast. But you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilcom along with Father Jason Kern. We're talking with a couple of other priests from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Father Brian Mulligan and Father Tay. And we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Uh, I remember even during that time, and, and this was uh, during the beginning years of John Paul II's pontificate, and whenever I heard him on TV, because he was always in the news, especially with his travels in Eastern Europe, Poland and all, I, I would hear the things that would come out of his mouth and I would go, there's no way this person is not close closer to God than I am. Mm. Uh, you know. So I always had this sort of secret respect for uh, for John Paul II. Of course I never said this to any of my <laughs> brethren friends, you know. You wouldn't dare. No, of course not. But I I, I I I don't mean to disparage them because they taught me to love the scripture. And interestingly enough, even though they, they do not believe in the real presence of Christ in the sacrament. They had communion every Sunday. And so they really taught me to love the Lord's Supper uh, and to love the scriptures. And so I'm really thankful to them for that. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. 48 past the hour. Thanks for being here with us. We deeply appreciate your listening to Real Presence Live on a Monday morning. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Jason Kern. And we have a couple other priests here from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, where we're broadcasting from... Almost the very heart of the diocese here, almost the very middle here in Austin, Minnesota, St. Edward's Catholic Church Rectory in the home studio 
And uh, we have with us in studio Father Brian Mulligan and Father Tay. Again, welcome, guys. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. And uh, we're talking about the Practical Rambling Fathers podcast, which has really blown up here. It sounds like uh, 4,000 plus downloads in the past few months. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. It is. We're talking specifically about prayer and how I think people, especially in this past year, we've been kind of forced to confront some things within ourselves uh, with with COVID and being isolated and being distanced from people, our, our need for God. Mm-hmm. We uh, we can't absolutely can't be distanced from him. Um, you know, he's ultimately the reason why we exist, and to be re- reminded of that is is humbling, and uh, it's it's a joy to realize as well, because uh, especially in this Christmas season, realizing what he's done for us, yeah. um, and that prompts us to prayer. And there there, there are different t- prayer techniques that you guys have highlighted on your on your podcast. Do you want to maybe dive into some of those? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> the most common one that people like to use a lot is called the ARR prayer. So it's it's really like a more conversational one. What does ARR stand for? To acknowledge, to relate, to receive, and to respond. Nice. Knowledge. And, yeah. To relate. Relate. And to receive. To receive. Respond. And, and to respond. The podcast is funny because we go back and forth on what the right order is. Yes. <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the more common prayer. Because, um, it puts people a lot of ease in, in saying that, you know, praying with God, it's more of a, a, of a conversation, like if you're talking to your best friend. And so the A means acknowledge. How are you feeling? What things have happened in your day? And you go in, in, into deeper details with the Lord by relating back to him, saying, this is how I feel. This is what's going on, God. You know, where are you? Or I need you. Or thank you for all these things that you've done for me. And then this is the third part where we kind of fall short is we, we're very impatient to receive the answer that God's trying to give us. Either we just skip right over and saying, here's my response if you don't give me one, right? Um, and so really just spend time with that stage of receiving from the Lord and then taking what we've learned in prayer and going out of prayer into our own lives and to respond in the way He's called us to do. Right. Awesome. So the whole entire, it's a, it's a conversational prayer, and um, one thing that COVID has definitely prompted is this, how aware am I of what's going on in me? And I think that's where my prayer life is, is like, okay, what is actually going on in me? And I have to allow a silence in my life in order to know that, in order to relate that. I can't, I can't have an encounter with God if I don't know who I am, like... I can't have an imaginary encounter with God because God's loving me as I am currently in this state of fatigue or happiness or wherever. Um, but I need to encounter Him there, and that's the that's the being aware part, um, and then being able to relate it and be able to relate it not in a monologue, right? <laughs> Prayer is a relationship, and so it's not a monologue. It's it's not me talking to me, it's me talking to God. And so there has to be the response, right? If you say hi to somebody and don't let them say hi back, then you don't have a conversation, right? <laughs> um, and so just that real sense. And so we talk about that dynamic. We also go into Lexio Divina, just the simple way of reading scripture and growing um, in scripture and being immersed in that. And then another way of that is called what's called the rap prayer. So you... Write, read, apply, and practice. I don't correct, remember what correct. it is. Yep. Anyways, something like that. So it's writing down Lexio Divina, and so we go back to it. 
Um, it's writing down, praying through Scripture, and it's one phrase that kind of sticks with us. We kind of memorize it, Correct. we reflect on it, we apply it, and then we practice it. And also for Lexio, it's more of like putting ourselves, for those of us who like images, to put yourself into the, the Scripture passage. Like, are, right. you, are you one of Jesus' disciples? Are you a passerby? Where are you in this whole scene? So that's very easy to pull yourself into that kind of prayerful meditation. Right. What does it smell like? What are the winds? What are the temperatures? All those types of things. Mm-hmm. So kind of the Ignatian style the Ignatian of meditating, style. meditating on the images and kind of uh, spiritual yeah. senses, if you will, yeah, exactly. of entering into the scenes. Exactly. You know, you talk about um, receiving from God yes. in prayer. And I think that's the thing that people are kind of like, okay, but how? How do yeah. I do that? What does that look like? Uh, is he going to say something? Is it going to be a flashing sign that's going to appear? Um, will there be an apparition from Our Lady? Uh, what 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 kind of thing? Maybe could be. Yeah, could be. I'm I'm down yeah. with that. Lord, I'm down with that. Make it easy on us, Lord. Right. <laughs> but so, what does it look like day to day when you're praying every day? Uh, what, how do you enter into that relationship in a way that you can receive from God? How how does that actually take shape? Yeah. Um, Go ahead. One of my favorite places to make retreat is Broom Trees, South Dakota, and um, on the altar there, on the table of the altar, it says, um, "In silence, God speaks." And I don't like that phrase because I'm not good at being <laughs> silent. Um, but in silence, God speaks. And so um, praying with that, like that really agitated me, especially my first few silent retreats. I'm like, how is this even helpful? Like if God is silent, how, what, how do I hear? Um, but I think especially coming into my own vocation is just like being silent allows me to get to my core identity in God. And so it reminds me of who God is, um, who I am in God in that silence. And so the response that God has is love, is peace, is calm, is is me being able to trust Him. And it's it's um, it's a dynamic of a of a relationship where um, I just over time get to know His voice in this silence, so that He breaks me out of all my fears, all my anxieties, all my stresses, all of my concerns. And so that I can step in and trust into whatever this place is in my life. And then his voice is right there. And when you hear the voice of God, it's, it's life-changing. It's beautiful. <laughs> it makes me think of uh, a line from Pope John Paul II where he talks about the reality that uh, God speaks to man by revealing man to himself. Yes. That Christ yeah. reveals man to himself. And the more that we know Jesus the more that we grow in self-knowledge, the more that we grow in then knowledge of God as well because he's revealing his love for us. He's revealing our truth of who we are, our very being, our identity, as you say. Mm-hmm. right? And so we become, we become who we are and what we're called to be in relationship to God. We become, in prayer, we become more of ourselves, more authentically ourselves right. as well. So it's such a mystery. of re- it, That's the dynamic yeah, of relationship. Yeah, yeah, correct. And sometimes people <clears throat> forget that you know God can work in, in numerous ways. So, People are often hung up saying, well, you know, I know my best friend, he's a priest, or my, our friend, you know, she, she's part of, of the religious order. She gets these beautiful images, but I don't. So is God not speaking to me? I'm like, no. God has developed a secret language for all of us. And sometimes the prayer, the answer to our prayer won't happen in the time of prayer. It could be a following conversation you have mm-hmm. with your friend. It could be you sitting in your car and all of a sudden, boom, there's this peaceful resonance that you've, been, you've not been looking for it, but it's there. That's the presence of God. Or sometimes when you're listening to a song lyrics, for some reason that lyric just goes over and over and just pierces you. That's God's way of reaching out to you too as well. And so I tell people, 
the hardest part of prayer is when you listen to different priests speak or Lord's sisters or even your friends who are very faithful Catholics is don't compare yourself to them. God has this way of speaking to you. And when you get to know God better, you can fine tune the language between the two of you better. And there's a reason why God has hidden from other people because they're not going to understand you the way that God understands you. And so the yeah. fact that we're unique and unrepeatable yeah. people. Exactly. Uh, it, it, no, that's just a, a testimony to that because God is going to speak to us not necessarily in the same way as Ignatius of Loyola yep. or Teresa of Avila or John of the Cross. Mm-hmm. He's going to speak to me in, in a very uniquely Matt Wilcom way <laughs> or Father Brian Mulligan way or Good Father time. Tay way. And uh, we just have to be open to that. Yeah. Yeah, another form of prayer that we did was... Um, meditation we did meditation and this is um this was actually father beerman so what we did is we did a three minute four or five minute intro and then cut it and then set father beerman up to do uh inner room meditation so you go into your inner room and um that he did it well he was he was actually our rector at one point he was my pastor this past year so um so father andy beerman out in fairmont he he's he led this um 20 minute inner room and you just go into your inner room and you just have your eyes closed and you talk to the Lord and you're just, um, and he leads you and guides you through it. And so that's been a really powerful prayer for, especially my kids for, for confirmation. I've been kind of being able to, to use that for my confirmation kids, um, where I'm at is just so that they have an encounter while they're doing, um, confirmation. Okay. What is this journey with what, you know, how do I encounter the Lord, um, in this meditation? So that's one of the ones that we did too. Um, so we just did a little kind of introduction, and then Father Beerman went um, and did that. So you can just jump Father Tay and I rambling and just go to <laughs> just go to that meditation and listen to the meditation. But awesome. we're here with the practical rambling fathers. We've mm-hmm. got just a few seconds left. Any final words of uh, wisdom as we these Christmas days? Christmas days. Um, Continue awestruck, really. <laughs> it's the humility of how Christ comes into the world. So don't don't worry about what's coming in the future. Don't look back into the past because that's not going to define who you are. Be yeah. with Christ in the moment. Yeah, St. Paul, what does it mean that the Word became flesh? That's Exactly. The, what do we do now? What's different? Because God became flesh. Everything, right? And that's all of his letters, and that's what the gospel message is. is everything is different because of this one fact that god became flesh in jesus embrace embrace the christmas present that's right yeah. see what i did there, ah, there yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we uh we've been here with uh father brian mulligan and father tay the practical rambling fathers you can find out more about their podcast and listen p pr fathers dot podbean dot com yep. is the and website we are also on iTunes, and Spotify. Awesome. Well, thanks, fathers. Thank you so much for joining us. Real Presence Live. There's more up next. We're going to be honoring another priest. Stay tuned to find out who it will be.